Close enough. Anyways, haha. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Sport Killation. I'm Yusuf Rashid. That's Parts Cottrell. And hey. that's Anton Wong. Hello, hello. We're back for another episode on this fine fall day. And uh, normally, this time of the year, we'd be talking about, you know, the season starting up for sports. But uh, I guess we're not. Talk about the season ending for We're sports. Talking about season, but there's <laughs> for like good news. three different sports. But there's, yeah. but there's good news, guys. There's good news. A team that we thought would never win the cup, a team that is blue and white, won the Stanley Cup. And they start with a T. I can't believe it. Starts it starts, it with, starts a with a T. And it, ends with wait. Okay, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> it's the wrong hat. There it is. It's the wrong hat. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Toronto Maple Leafs. No. It's no, the, the Tampa it's, Bay it's Lightning. the Lightning. Did you just get that hat? When did you? I got this uh, at, at at a Lightning game, actually. Wow. The last hockey game I saw physically was them in Colorado at Amelie Arena in Tampa, like wow. right before the wow. pandemic started. Jeez. And that's where I got this hat. Fantastic. Because I sat there saying Colorado's going to beat this team and win the cup. Holy shit, was I wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I mean... <clears throat> Good but, um, job, Tampa. All right. Yeah, good Let's, job, Tampa. Uh, first thoughts, I Wind. guess. First, first thoughts about that. If, about time. Yeah. It's I mean, about time. you know, 2015 was a huge disappointment. Not on my part. I was cheering yeah, so Shut great. up. <laughs> but uh, it was a huge, huge success this year to finally get it. And th- they did it without Stamkos, man. Don't tell me Stamkos yeah, is part like, of this run. Yeah. Son Stamkos. Yeah. Son Stamkos. Are, you, are you aware that Steven Stamkos in the, I think it's like the two minutes and 47 seconds he played? Yeah. He was perfect in shooting average. Wow. His only shot on goal was a goal. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's like that's like David Ayers' win record against yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's is what you need to win cups now. You need a David Ayers or a Stamkos on your team. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 100%ers. No, no, you only need to put him in for like five minutes of a yep. game. Just you know? be like, Stammers, get Instant out there dub. and do whatever. Yep. Yeah. But uh, you, you know what? No, I can't like... Man, I was watching Game Six with my dad, and Whoa. the whole time I'm sitting there like, "Okay, ta- uh, Tampa's up one nothing. Okay, Tampa's up two nothing. Come on, Dallas. Come yeah, on, Dallas. Looking for the comeback." And, but the whole time I was like, "No, this is a team that knows. This is a team that knows that they are going to win the cup." And Pars is adjusting Pars, things. It's okay, need that, need that. No, we, it's yeah, fine, Pars. We need the, we need the light, you know. There you go. Yeah, Pars is doing things now. Apologies, uh, we're we're doing this in a uh, in Yusuf's gazebo. Gazebo. And, uh, yeah. and, Which we uh, actually normally record in, but we're that doing video now, so you can see us doing these things. Yeah. Hello. It's just a little windy if you guys. Yeah. See that. Anyway, it's, it's October, Continue. but um, yeah, I you know, watching the end of that game, I was like, this is a team that genuinely deserved. But to your finally post on Facebook, though, I felt like that was that was the well that was well said. What the my dumbass kept saying they're never gonna win. Well, like just you, just you saying that 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 everybody on that team, everybody on that staff deserves. Oh, yeah. what they're getting. This oh my year. god, yeah, they deserve the the the, the congratulations, <clears throat> the hard work, dedication, all those painful years, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, last year, last the Columbus, year, the, the laughing stock that, that became like they deserve it. They genuinely went from a joke getting swept by Columbus to finally winning the cup and nobody year. really believed in them either i don't right? think it's no one believed in them i think it's we had people had belief in them and then and then last year happened and everyone was like there's no way this team's winning the cup we were saying i well i remember i was saying on your couch that they should probably blow it up <clears throat> and that sound should become a leaf anton can probably quote me on this i kept saying for so long they're cursed and they're never gonna do it <laughs> yeah i'm like that, i don't know about if that's a thing you know, I, so, I think they're fine it's not like but um 
It's not like the Giants curse. No, with the, the, the Taylor Swift Taylor curse. Swift Giants yeah. curse. <laughs> or the Marlins, and they're like undefeated in the We're playoffs. We're going to talk about We can that. talk about that later. This is hockey related. This is bubble related, actually. Bubble related. But um, yeah, so the hockey season's over. Basketball's going to end probably by ne- next week because, you know, the Lakers are stomping are Miami stomping. at this point. So but I guess um, like what we should do is probably an overview of how we felt about the entire thing. Right? We can get to that in us. Actually, you know what? Let's do an overview of the NHL bubble first. Right. And then I want to get to this tweet. Okay, okay. But, you know, overall. Because Parse about to go off. Parse is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will, I'll explain this in a second. But going on now, you know, with the bubble, I cannot believe they pulled it off. Yeah, um, I think it's I can't truly remarkable that NHL was safely able to make it out. Nothing really big happened in terms of cases, um, except for in the beginning during the reg- the well, like trying to end off the season. But as soon as it got into playoffs, it got really serious. Staffing was great. Yeah, uh, national anthems were near perfect. I never had a problem with any <laughs> anthem that with the with the the people they casted. Yeah, well, considering um, it's all pre-recorded, you know, you can do as many takes as you need. But I think hat hat tricks were weird. Hat tricks were funny. Seeing hat tricks were pretty. Also, do you notice that we only there were only hat tricks in like the first like what two rounds? Yeah, and then it was just like low scoring, low scoring, low scoring because it got more chippy, more defensive. Oh yeah, and these teams are actually really good this year. In fact, some may argue that you know Colorado was at its top form, Tampa was at its top form, Vegas. I've seen them play better. I got to be critical of that. Twenty seventeen when they went to the Cup final. Eighteen. 18. 18. That was that was probably the best Vegas hockey I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie. Vegas, I think, proved that they're not a joke. Right. But, but you got to also admit, here's the thing. This is a failure for them. No, I, that, I, I was proved that when they uh, when they knocked off uh, <laughs> the, the Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Jets. Jets. Yeah. <laughs> they nearly swept them. True. But you got to admit, like, the teams that people thought were going to do well in the end went down because injuries just plagued them. And that... You know, at the end of the day, no matter how, like, the bubble was almost perfect. Not a single positive COVID case, like, nothing, right? They tested everyone in those bubbles every, I think it was, like, two weeks or something like that. Right. Like, 30-something-plus thousand tests, 33,000 tests, not a single positive case in that whole time. That's impressive. And at the end of the day, yeah, injuries are going to catch up to the teams, but that's just the way the game is played. I know how a lot of people at home are feeling, you know, that, that fans would play a role in how these games are played. But let's just take in for a fact that we've probably seen these guys totally focus on the game. Usually, you know, when the fans are there, they're designed to take you out of the element, take you away from what's going on 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 and off the court, and coaches are not able to be heard as much. But in this setting, we saw ultimate planning, ultimate dedication to the, to the game itself. Yeah. Even I, the ref think- was, was kind of spotty at times. Oh, in in the championship... Know. In the finals, it was pretty. It was really good. I didn't have a problem with the calls. Yeah, you know, I gotta say that, I don't. I think like also, you know, being away from home, being away from your 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 family, your kids. Um, I think I feel like that's gotta have like a mental weight on you, and like the fact that they were able to play through that. You yeah. know, um, uh, you know, you see some of like the social media posts or like videos of like. The players returning home to your their families like those feel, are adorable yeah and like you, you can see that like they feel so much better mentally and emotionally whereas like you know when they're in the bubble it's like they're constantly on edge um it's like it's like being in college yeah I was gonna uh, say that. during exam season and yeah. you're like yeah. away from your you're away from home yeah 
It's like you're, you're just you're there every time you're on school campus grounds you know that like the exam is is getting to you and like you you can't escape or you can't go anywhere physically mm -hmm. uh and so that i'm sure that weighs on you mentally uh which is another argument that i want to make for you something know, else it for does robin Leonard, that, yeah. robin Leonard was on twitter saying you know all the, uh, there's nothing else to do besides hockey and video games right yeah and hanging out with the guys everyone so. plays warzone you know that you leads. miss your wives you miss your kids you, you, miss miss your your kids, you miss your family yeah you miss your parents that leads though to this lovely tweet that was uh put out not four, four or five days ago from damian cox on twitter uh a freelance reporter and his quote his tweet is uh the following not as difficult to win a cup when there's no road games, no travel. It's still a difficult thing to win it all. Tampa gave lots of sweat and blood to make this happen, but let's not compare bubble hockey with the real thing. Now, there's another quote about the whole bubble situation because we look at the NBA and see that they're doing pretty good. No positive tests, but some dumb hoopla here and there, but that's on the players. And there's a quote here, which is more or less along the same lines, from NBA legend... Scotty Pippen, the one and only Scotty Pippen, <clears throat> quoted, It's not NBA basketball. It's not the hard grind. It's not the travel. It's not the fans. It's not the distractions. To me, it's pickup basketball. You have your team. You're practicing together. But it's more of a pickup type of ball game because there's no fans in the stands. With no distraction, there's no real noise. There's no pressure on the players. Prime example, I look at Rajon Rondo, and Rondo hasn't made a three-pointer in his whole NBA career. <laughs> Now, all of a sudden, he's in a bubble, shooting probably 50% 50, uh, 50 at the three-point line, and I haven't even checked the stats. Now, before we carry on with what's about to happen, <laughs> I should tell you all this that you're listening or watching at home. Here's how we decide topics here at Sportculation. I throw an idea in the group chat. If Parse freaks out about it, we're doing it. Parse, go. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Just shut up. What What are they even... Like, all respect to these legends. I know they, they play the game many different facets, but come on. Don't undersell to America, to the sports world, what these athletes are capable of doing. Because you, of all people, know how hard it is that these athletes work day in and day out in the gym, grinding, perfection, you know, 3 a.m. wake-ups, 3 a.m. workouts, 15K mile runs, dietary things, you know, like the the grind and, you know, having that team chemistry. Don't, don't undersell... What these players are doing in the NHL and NBA bubbles. We'll start off with the NHL. It is tremendously difficult. I know the road games, you know, travel lag, all that kind of comes into effect. Because yeah. if you have to go from cross-country, trust me when I say that's going to be a hard game to play. And in the NBA standpoint, if you have to go cross-country to go play Denver, oh man, is that ever a tough oh, yeah. game to play. Because you're thinking about higher altitude, right? And in Denver, the stadium actually does get loud because their fans care. So it maybe you could have argued that the Lakers series would have went to six seven. Same result still happens though. The better team wins, and in this sense, in bubble basketball, the better team does win. Yeah, well, all the time. So so they don't make any sense to me. They, so they're here's, just jealous. So here's the thing going off that though, because obviously with road games. People will say, you know, the fans make a huge difference. Right. Especially in, like, say, a do-or-die game seven. Right. Right? So, so, so say, you know, for example, we had the Clippers and uh, Nuggets series right. on the road. Right. And game seven theoretically would have been at the Staples Center. Right. Would that have made a difference? Nope. 
Wow, I'm a Clippers fan. Firm ass answer. I'm a Clippers yeah, fan. That was well, a I'm not, firm okay. answer. I'm a Clippers fan because I, I just like what Kawhi Leonard brings to the table. It reminds me a lot about Kobe, the seriousness that we have to get a job done and that the job needs to be finished with perfection. There's a but here. I want to go ahead and ship off playoff P, but I'm not the person in the chair. But um, there's a but in that, and that's saying that the Clippers never really had any chemistry the entire season. The games that they did win were when everybody was getting their shots up, they are getting to their spots. You know, defense was kind of spotty at times. And when defense did really get up on them, they still found ways to win. But it was off the backs of Kawhi Leonard and off the backs of Sweet Pepper Lou. No. Trademark. <sighs> you know, you you don't see that happening in a seven-game series because you play the, play the team seven times. Right. The team knows what they need to do after a while. Tape shows you that. The games show you that. So when Denver pulled that switch, you know, mm-hmm. Jokic, you got to get big in the inside. Jokic, we got to put Zubox in fire trouble. Um, Jamal, you have to be able to take Paul off, put Paul on the screens, get him off you, hit the shots in your separation. Jeremy Grant, we need you to be a 60% three-point shooter this series, if not 40%, because we need you to hit every single corner three. Make them defend us on the perimeter so that Jamal can get to the rim. You saw that all happen to the Clippers. The problem, Doc, can't, Doc is not an X and O coach. He's a motivational coach. And... In the seven-game series in Staples, they would have lost because L.A. is not a Clipper town. No, it's a Laker, it's a Laker town. town. It's like so a Laker town would have came in there and been booing them, and they would have been like, "Damn, we went to the wrong <laughs> franchise." Switching over to the NHL now, they, things get interesting. <laughs> things get really interesting. That Vegas series, that Vegas, that Vegas series might have been a little different if we were in Dallas. It it may have been even five games. It may have even gotten the other way around because Dallas was like, I, in my opinion, I didn't think that, I didn't think Dallas was that good of a team, but I was proven wrong. In the championship, that's another topic. In the championship, I don't think travel would have made a difference with either of those teams playing. Dallas is loud and Tampa's loud. Okay, well here's here's where I here's where I bring this up. Do you think? I mean, granted, yes, Tampa. I think if anything proved that they were finally the team that they needed to be exactly. right had they gone to a game seven against the Bruins they would have lost with that team with that team that's a, that's a hard prediction it's to make. hard I, you can go either way I want to be uh, fair you can go either way because there are some I crowds. have so much faith that's, that's the thing with crowds is like there are some like there's like, some I have like, a rule. weird aura with some stadiums, it's not even that. That makes a difference. Yeah, well, that's yeah. yeah actually, that's a good point. You you've been to you've been to TD Gardens. You know exactly how it is TD, out there. Yeah. So, yeah. but the thing is, they lost Game Seven, but that was to the Blues. was it in St. Louis or was no, it in that Boston? Was, that was in the Garden. So yeah. yeah, that's that's another thing. But in this particular sense, Tampa playing Boston, I never bet against Marshawn in the Game Seven. True. I have a rule. If Marshawn's on a team, you don't bet against him. I've no. seen him in Canada hockey when they play in the World Championships. Yeah, I don't ever bet against him, because he's different when he knows the game's on the line. Yeah. So, I think the question here, at the end of it all, after Parse's amazing and beautiful rant, <laughs> Thank you. is there really a difference with the bubble? Because if anything, it's just everything the players go through, without the travel. <laughs> but I think if anything, it's a lot worse, emotionally, mentally, just in general. That was an odd sound. <clears throat> and it's windy now. Yeah. Do you guys think that there... Does it really make a difference being in the bubble? I think it's harder, if anything. 
Because that's I, the one thing you have to focus on. I, I, I do think it's different. It, although, I don't know if I would say one is, like... Harder than the other? Yeah, harder yeah. or easier. I don't know. It's kind of like apples and oranges. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like a different thing. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't call it pickup. No. no. Pickup sports. No. What does he say? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like... It's just like everyone thrown on an island. It's like Survivor. Yeah. Like those Survivor shows. Yeah. Um, and you know the people you're competing against. You're you're sleeping. Your bed is like mm, a hundred hundred feet from their beds, mm -hmm. or maybe just like the floor above yours. You know. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like that feeling. And in the NBA bubble, they were allowed. Like some spouses did come out. Not until later on. Not yeah. until later yeah. on. NHL didn't have that. Yeah. No, they they allowed. They said they were gonna allow like families, but not a lot of people exactly. wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that's just like that weighs on you mentally. In addition to what I said about like not seeing your friends and family and being away from home and all that and like being in a totally different environment, I feel like that could have also spooked a lot of the players too. Um, like I know when I'm in a different environment or you know i i feel like i have to be um you know i have to be on edge a little bit more you know yeah. keep an eye out yep um because like you know it's just not familiar to me yeah i mean uh, in, in terms of like national chess championships that i've been at when you have to travel to a certain city so i had to travel to uh kingston ontario and i had to travel to london ontario and montreal quebec for three side tournaments that i played in and it's like a bubble environment. You know, your family's not really there. Mm -hmm. You got the bond with your guys. But it's all the time. You know that every single day you wake up, there's a grind to be made. Yep. And you, you put that grind in. You put the time in. So I don't I don't see any differences. I mean, when you're talking about sports and the travel athletes, the travels aspect, how it weighs on your knees and the jet lag and things like that, yeah. that plays a role. But when you're a veteran in the league, is different. That's where we have to touch in with the Miami Heat. See... Miami traveling a lot with guys like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and Kendrick yeah. Nunn. I don't think they're balling dropping 37. No. <laughs> I know for disrespect. They're 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 talented, but they're good. These this is their first Hero, season. Yeah. Right? So you could say that the Celtics should have won that series, given that their guys have been used to it more. Yeah. But it, different circumstances, yeah, you know? It's difficult. It's yeah, just difficult, it's difficult in different ways. So here's a But question. Miami's a better team. Yeah. Yes, it's a better team. So, but here's a question for you: since uh, since we talked about Scotty not knowing what he's talking about, you think that if, I mean, maybe not with a pandemic situation, but do you think like if they told their players, "Hey, you have to be in a bubble type in like the '90s," you mm. think they would have done that? That's a very it's good. A question. different mindset back then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. It's hard to think about that one. Wow. I think they would do it. Like, imagine telling the 96 Bulls, y'all got to go in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, th with the way they weren't meshing. Yeah. With the way how egotistical a lot of them were. Wow. Wow. Imagine telling, like... But I think they would rather yeah. in. Hell, imagine telling, like, the Showtime Lakers. Yeah. So I was thinking a lot about 01 and 02. Telling oh, you're, Shaq talking, and you're Kobe. talking Shaq Kobe. Yeah, I was talking Shaq yeah, Kobe, okay. like... Are you guys really going to sit in the... Like, I don't think Kobe would handle... Like, Kobe no. would handle it, but I think he would make everybody pissed off because this guy would just be in the gym all the time. Yeah. Like, I think he'd eat lunch in the gym. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He'd eat the weights. <laughs> no, it's just... You know, it's so... Showtime it's, so it's so interesting to think of because, you know, moving forward, at oh. least with the NHL, and this is why I bring it up. You guys want to put a vote up? Like, Anton, do what? you think... Would you want to see bubble sports from now on? 
from now on permanently as a permanent thing i don't as know a, about no, permanent no, no. no. i think I, at I, some I, point well, we'll get back to it but i don't know no. we'll see regular you, season you go to games and then the playoffs like a, be bubble. you mean like a wimbledon type series type <laughs> yeah like and like, even that but. or like you know yeah where those like where they tour uh or kind of like where they stay in like one place yeah. yeah like tour de france type thing yeah, tour yeah, so yeah, yeah different yeah, like cities all the time yeah but like everyone all the the com- uh, competitors all move in the same, in the same yeah. time have yeah. the same movers. i don't know like, like you know moving forward at least like basketball you know they're still unsure of but with hockey they're looking to make the next regular season in a bubble format wow and how they're going to do that obviously they don't know yet however they are talking about the world juniors being played in a bubble that would make a lot of sense. In Edmonton? Yeah, it's not, very, it's not a very long No, the World Juniors would two be weeks. short enough. Yeah, two weeks, and that's all they need in the two bubble. Yeah. And then after that would be, hopefully, they're hoping that that'll be the catalyst to the regular season mm-hmm. and that bubble. But how are they going to do it? Because, you know, travel restrictions are still yeah, a thing. It's got, so. it's got to definitely be... Well, they're, they were talking about, like, uh, for NHL, like, a Canadian bubble. Yeah, in all Canadian division. restrictions. Yeah. And then, like, two more, two or three more bubbles outside of Canada. Yeah, and then um, figure it out from there. Like yeah. a west and east yeah. side type thing? I don't so know. West, west um, um, conference? Yeah, maybe like a west and the east. <clears throat> or you uh, split it up into four. One is Canadian. You have uh, one on, or two on the east coast, and one more, like, mid-east, I guess, and then one, like, eastern, eastern. And then you have one for the Pacific teams. Or like Pacific Coastal teams, because there you have Arizona, LA, uh, Arizona, LA, San Jose, Anaheim, Vegas. If they carry it on to the next year, Seattle, uh, Vancouver. So that's enough teams for a division. Uh, it, it'll definitely have to be less games, though, like fewer games. I think so. Just, yeah, I don't think eighty-two also like games is in a bubble. Um, NBC, their contract uh, to broadcast uh, NHL, like they also have the contract to broadcast. Uh, Olympic the uh, the uh, tw- twenty twenty one oh, now that's summer right. Olympics which the starts Olympics in are July. next year yeah and I'm I'm guessing they're probably gonna do some like pre Olympic stuff like maybe the week before that so you yeah. gotta end by July you gotta end by like early July there's yeah. no way to guarantee that so unless you want to just play like a super quick tournament in like two two months like a two month tournament uh you could do a multi round round robin each division. How long is play- the Stanley Cup playoffs? Was like three months, right? Is the Stanley months. Cup playoffs? It's, two it's about two months. It was two, yeah, oh, it was yeah. July. This was two months. Yeah, July to well, July. July to September. August, September. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was like end of July, right? Yeah. Or yeah, mid okay, end okay. of July. Yeah, mid July to end of September. So yeah, about two and a half months. Because normally the playoffs run from April to June. Mm-hmm. So April, yeah, two months. Which I'm amazed they still kept it in that like so to speak time slot or time span. But they don't know when the season's gonna start next year. It could be January, it could be December, it could be February of next year. Yeah, we're st- I mean, and so sure. if they have to spend what February, March, April, May, June, Olympics are two bubbles, regular yeah. season bubble, playoff, playoff bubble. bubble, makes sense. Yeah, and then they go home to see their family and what whatnot for like. I still two, want three weeks. I yeah. want fans to be there because right now in the NFL. <clears throat> The NFL is taking a very they're they're, <laughs> they're risky. Making, taking a deep dive. Well, it's interesting because not every stadium's doing it though. No, no. Yeah, but Florida is. Florida. Florida is. This is a year of Florida, Florida. sports. It's a year of Florida. Things. It's the year of Florida, Florida things. This yeah, is, this is the Florida yeah, year. Think, uh, Stranger uh, Things. It, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's why they're doing so well. God look, 
down at Florida, and he's like, all right, you guys need some wins. Yes. <laughs> you you as a state have suffered enough. Yes. Here you go. God, you're sprinkling COVID all over mm-hmm. it. I know. Florida mans. You paid the price now. Y'all, the y'all just won the cup. Y'all are probably not going to win the, the finals, NBA finals. Though, That's okay. The That's the true. They made, the, yeah, they made the finals. They wow. won the East. Uh, the Marlins are doing amazingly well. Tampa's doing good, too. Don't even get me started. What if we get the t- Marlins if, just ran over the Cubs? Get, what if we got oh, a, yeah, the, are, the Rays are doing well? The Rays right? are yo. What if we got a Tampa Miami World Series? Uh, Mar- yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. possible. It's that possible. is completely yeah, possible. That's now, right? Yeah, that's one hundred percent possible. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't. Do we want to talk about that hate? now? Okay, guys, guys, guys. No, we get what? everyone already hates Florida. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. now. So, yeah, but um, yeah, you know the thing is with the thing is with fans coming back to stadiums is like I've been watching some NFL games, um. Mainly Lions games, of course, because I hate myself it's as a tough. fan. It's been tough. But last week was good. It's okay. Last week was but, okay. you know, like I, I watch games that have fans in the stadiums, and for the most part, it looks like they're doing a pretty good job with keeping everyone in, like, certain areas, keeping things under control. Because some wrestling, like, with, re- with like professional wrestling, some, sh- uh, some promotions are actually bringing fans in now. Mm-hmm. Not at full capacity, obviously, but, you know, they're trying to do what they can to keep fans at bay. Baseball is going to be bringing in fans for, if not the AL and NLCS, they, like Rob Manfred has stated that he wants fans at the World Series. Nice. And that's going to be bubbled up in Texas. Okay. So. Well, I just have to see what happens. There's so many unknowns. Yeah, exactly. Everything's uh, a, everything's like, an unknown variable remember now. Remember in like June, they were still like, but are we gonna have it though? Like, yeah. 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 Remember and the COVID craziness. Remember of every in June team getting... when three teams got COVID and yeah. they were like, "We gotta shut the we season shut down the season now." Down. And yeah. They're... No one was really sure. So it's yeah. really, it's, it's hard to have a show called Sportulation where you speculate about <laughs> sports, but you really have nothing really to go off of. I think this was the perfect year to get back into making this podcast. Yeah. Because it uh, was. Yeah. Every time we speculate something. Uh, you guys gotta tune in every week because every week we gotta be like, oh, I guess we were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, because apparently uh, aliens came and crashed onto Earth. Yep. One of the best and things that happened right. like like, like for the last week and a half was this Anton saying, "Damn, I guess Parse was right about the Miami situation." Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it took a lot of humility to say. Because I was like, <laughs> I mean, I said it. I was like, yeah, so Miami's winning that in six games, and then literally they won in six games, and all I could think was, why didn't I bet? <laughs> I, I mean, why didn't I go like I, on those sides? It's like you know, so yeah, you would have won. So, won. Yeah, so they these two know about it, obviously. And like, if you if you uh, listened to an earlier podcast we did, I forget which one, but we briefly talked about my history of betting on championship games. My record Jesus, up until this year was near perfect, and then everything just went to shit. Damn. Yeah. Everything. I feel like it's I sort think of my fault to... for telling you the Clippers. It's sort of my fault. You know, what? I think that's it. Yusuf is really good at. Um, uh, understanding what the establishment is, yes, and yep. then yeah, figuring that true. out from there. That's yep. true. And then when something crazy happens, Parse is really good <laughs> at figuring out. Part, yeah, we got order and chaos right here. We got Yusuf, yeah. the god of order. We got Parse, uh, the bearer of chaos, <laughs> guardian of chaos. He understands. Uh, it's controlled chaos. He yep. sees it. He sees it. Um, by the way, I, I was just like off of a uh, Stranger Things binge, so that's why I, like I'm having all these imagery. You can of, relate. Yeah. You can relate. Of you know the upside down. We are in the upside down right the now, guys. Down. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Paris. Right now, and, who's and winning the Super that's Bowl? That's why. Who's the, winning the Super Bowl? 
Man, I can't. I can't the bet. The lions. I can't bet oh. against. <laughs> oh, like I, re- I was saying the Buccaneers just so I could like. I think if the Buccaneers win, then um, especially if they beat, uh, if they if they beat the Patriots on the way. Then, oh, that would be, that, whoa. That, no, no, no. That would be crazy. So, so you're so, saying it's wait, a Patriots-Tampa so Bay final. Yeah, there's a legitimate possibility it could be a Patriots-Tampa Bay Super Bowl. To settle that score to between settle Belichick. It. And yeah. I would believe that, too, because of the establishment. But I, I feel like you can't. I'm saying that, like. You can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, man. Like, I just feel you like can't. you can't. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes you on just a whole other can't. level now. No, I'm just saying if they beat him on the way, it didn't have to be. If they Well, the only on the way would be the Super Bowl. Like, I don't oh, know how right, you beat yeah. him. Yeah. No, yeah, I was thinking my end. Like, unless yeah, Patriots the take him out. on the way would be the Super Bowl. I think for in the, the AL. Yeah. So I was just AL. saying, like, Florida. I think in the would, AFC. Oh, Florida would be boycotted by the entire state of re- Mass- region of, of New, England. New England. Right. <laughs> New England would probably, like, get their pitchforks and everything, uh, get out of Salem, Mass, and then just go straight down yeah, and burn down would, Florida. They like, burn all the oranges that they have that came from Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's not once, but twice, man. No, multiple times at this point. Stop listening to Rick Ross and DJ Khaled. Yeah, I'm like no man. more of that. No more Florida man. Yeah, no more Florida. Cal's reaction to the Miami Heat going to the finals was it was legendary. I love that. Like even in the bubble format, you can see this guy. Bless, bless, bless. Another another DJ Khaled is a special being. Oh my god. We got we got 15 minutes actually. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's the whole bubble situation, right? We realize that it's a completely different ball game, pun sort of intended, I guess, in that <clears throat> what the athletes go through while being in the bubble is very different from what they would normally go through in like a regular playoff situation. The question here is <laughs> how long can people sort of like not from the player perspective, but obviously, you know, fans that watch at home, they get some do get tired of it because they're like when can I actually go out and see a game you know when can I pay a ludicrous amount of money to see a team that cannot make it out of the first round of the playoffs in Scotiabank <laughs> Arena yeah. when yeah when can I'm we sh- get no pretty sure yeah the NBA and the like NHL. $300 and then, and then have the the stuff coming out of our nose turn from blood to snot because yeah. and tears because we're crying that we lost yeah you know, I'm sure the NBA and the NHL are doing everything they can to make sure they get that revenue back. So I think I if anything, the end, the end, like Adam Silver and Gary Bettman, like okay, maybe not Adam Silver, but Gary Bettman, considering the amount of hate that guy gets for yeah. like no apparent reason, he deserves a like a gigantic round of applause. Yeah, this is the first time he wasn't work. booed at, at, I know. at while giving a cup. It, yeah, the first there's time. No fans to boo. <laughs> no. <laughs> according according to one of the guys that do the sound for uh, for Edmonton's arena, they. Thought like they had an idea <laughs> of like putting in booze. Do we do we do it? But they were like, do we do mm. it? Yeah, yo, yo. We, we can really lose they, our jobs. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we they flipped a coin. Yeah, they flipped a coin. Yo, all the all the memes rested on one quarter. They flipped. They flipped the loony. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, I guess his heads. I guess we're not booing him. No. Like, all right, Sucks. well, but, and the sound guys is there, but, like, you know his what? finger on yeah, the fader. Yeah, he's still trying yeah. to, like, do his, it. His he's fingers like, on the fader. He's what? like, let me know when, director. You know that meme? You know that meme where the dude's, like, there's, a, there's like, two buttons, and the guy's, like, sweating because he yeah. doesn't know his button to press? It's like that Groot scene when he has to push the button in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He's like, uh, which one? I wasn't sure which one they told me to put. the button. So here's something interesting I just thought about. Tampa Bay Lightning won the cup off their valiant efforts and 
essentially they were the better team at the end of the day. And they did everything without their leader. They did everything without Steven Stamkos. That's nuts. Stamkos spent two months in that bubble with them, injured. He had no idea when he was going to play. He played less than three minutes. In the Stanley Stanley Cup final. But the whole team just, you know... They said, "Okay, you're not we're not stra- you're not strapping us on your back. We're strapping you on our backs and we're doing this." <clears throat> I think if anything that proves that this is not a hero sport. No. It's not a hero sport. It is definitely a team machine sport. And in this bubble for a team to come together like that amidst having to be locked in a hotel for 2 months, two hotels because they were here in Toronto and then they had to go to Edmonton for the finals. Having to go through, basically, they have to eat what's given to them by the chefs. Now, granted, they get really good food. They're doing the same things every day, working out or, you know, lounging around the arena. They can't go outside of their bubble. They have to get tested every two weeks and whatnot. And being away from your families and, you know, the only family you got at that point is your team. Yeah. You know, the bubble is different, and it is definitely tough to do that mm-hmm. because, you know, being away from your actual family for so long will definitely take a toll on you, but it, it really, I think, if anything, helps the team get closer together and show them, you know, why they're in this situation. Not the COVID part, but, like, why they're in the bubble in the first yeah. place because they deserve to be there. They came together, and now they have to come together again through all of this wacky shit to do that. And honestly, I see that with the Lakers. Yeah. They have become, you know, considering how many ridiculous names they have on that team, they have become a brotherhood. But it wasn't hero ball. I mean, they leaned on AD, but Alex Caruso did his part. And even looking at the Lakers, too, now, yeah, it's not, you know, basketball, I think, can still be argued as a hero sport, depending on who you ask. But you look at the Lakers right now, and, you know, granted, LeBron is popping off now, and AD's popping off now, but you see, you know, Rajon Rondo's finally back in shooting form. I mean, how is he even... Alex Caruso is probably one of the best defensive players out there right now. Right now, yeah. Uh, Who else is there? Markeith Morris, Deion Waiters. Like, these are guys that, you know, once upon a time were looked at as great players and then sort of fell out of grace and, you know, came back. But, you know, being in this bubble, yeah... It, it really it's, shows that you gotta be a unit. Yeah, you gotta be a unit. You gotta be like, a unit if, here. If the Clippers showed anything, that you can't just rely. <laughs> you can't on just buy star, people. You, you can't yeah, just you buy. Can't just rely on the Kawhi. Yeah, <laughs> you can't rely. <laughs> that was clever. That was clever. <laughs> uh, you know, um, yeah, you, you got it's uh, you gotta work as a unit, and oh. maybe that, maybe that is what um, you know, Toronto and Edmonton uh, had just sort of taken for granted. Yeah, they couldn't lean on Connor McDavid that much. I mean, wait, in that series, just to talk about the Edmonton Blackhawks series, like nobody on their third or fourth line scored. Or even no. got any positive. It was literally their they first were, two they lines. They were minus. It was their first two lines. Yeah. So you it. can't win games like that. You can't win cups like that. It's got to be, you got to be way more strategic than yep. just get, you know, this isn't, um, what do you call it? Yeah, this isn't fantasy hockey. No. Yeah. You can't just, you can't just rely on the stats of each individual. <laughs> No, and especially with all this chaos now, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Anybody can pop off. Yeah. Anybody. Anybody. And Parse knows a little something about chaos. Yeah, yeah. Parse yeah. is chaos. That's, you know, the, that's the beauty of the playoffs is you you never know who's going to be your playoff star, but I think now it's, it's that to a different degree almost yeah. because rather than seeing, like, one guy pop off, two guys pop off, 
Miami's a good example right now because, you know, you'd expect throughout these playoffs if we were doing it the regular way with fans and travel and whatnot, Jimmy Butler's probably the guy to go to, him and Dragic. Right. Right? But now you see Tyler Hero. Now you're seeing Duncan Robinson. Like, yeah. you're seeing these young dudes take the, take the next just step. popping off and taking the next step. And you're looking at them going like, okay, this isn't – this is a different situation. This is a different environment. And I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, for Miami, if you're if you're a Miami fan, you're not you're not seeing a, a Miami Heat team that's still trying to build or can look to trade off pieces. They have a legitimate team that can contend. They need they're probably one star away because this is a two star league. Like everybody who watches the NBA knows it's a two star <laughs> league. So they wow, need they need a young except for like the you know the Clippers. Yeah. No, well you no, can no, even no, look like at the team, Raptors, yeah, right? Yeah, the Raptors last in, year uh, is yeah. a two, the fifteen. Uh, the who the fifteen sixteen Cavs? Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. a two star. That's two star as well. Who was the other? So Kyrie. Raptors is a good example of a two star team. They they were a two star team. Kyle Lowry's a star. Yeah, yeah. And Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's a star. Yeah. Uh-huh. Twenty fifteen sixteen season. Cavaliers came back. There's two stars on the team. LeBron. There's Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah. No. There's two stars. Oh, yeah. Every Kyrie. single time there's two stars that will amount. The only time there was never two stars, we have to go all the way back to twenty eleven. The Mavs. There was just Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. The rest of the cast. You can't point. You can't tell me. You can't look at me in the eye and tell me. Yeah. So well, there was actually two stars there, Tyson Chandler, mm-hmm. or or Jason Terry, or or JJ Barea. I'm gonna look at you. I'm gonna slap you twice. Tell you to sit down. There's no way. You're, those guys are stars. It was just Dirk. Yeah. But they played as a unit, still. Yeah. And the Spurs are different. Spurs right. is like four stars. So we got about we got about ten minutes. And I think this is a good question to end off on. Yeah, you could say that. So. Obviously, with the bubble, teams are losing fair amount of money. Yeah. Because there's no concession revenue, there's no t- there's no gate, none of that. All they got is, well, I guess ad revenue because the shared revenue process in the NHL. Well, and NBA. Well, yeah. At some point, owners are. Excuse me. Owners are getting, you know, a little sick and tired of these things. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of money coming in. And they're paying these players a lot of money. Yeah. And you're Yo. hearing about owners cutting staff or Look cutting salary by 50%. Yeah. Like the Bruins cut all Look their at salary. Sixers, man. You have, yeah. You're paying. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna give you guys the money. Josh Richardson is 10.9 mil. Uh, Al Horford is 20. Uh, Joel, Joel Embiid and Simmons, it's 20 and 20. Mill, yeah, we have to four do guys. Whole, we have to do a whole other episode on salary, individual salary caps, and team salary caps. I think that's going to be the next like, episode. Yeah, because like, yeah. like what is this is ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> well, so what? But what is crazy is like you look at, say you look at like the lease, for yeah. example, right? Go to the salary. How the cap hell that? are you gonna make? We're not talking about the salary <laughs> cap. That that's too much money. So okay, so for example, this is like something I found out recently. The timing of the John Tavares signing mm-hmm. was actually like perfectly planned out right because that's when uh MLSU scored the deal with Scotiabank to name the arena mm-hmm. so the Scotiabank deal basically pays for Tavares for nice. the rest of his contract nice right everything else obviously is from other things the Leafs make but I said they had to sign Marner though I said they had to yeah but then Marner got paid and Nylander got paid and Matthews got anyway we're not talking I've spent too much time talking about that I'm not talking about that again I don't want to okay great teams are realizing like owners are realizing like hey we're paying these guys like a lot of money we're paying our coaching staff a lot of money and all these other staff some owners 
Jeremy Jacobs of the Boston Bruins, decides, okay, I'm just going to cut the salary of everyone except my players by 50% because I need to make money. The players got paid already, but I need to make money. Football owners, baseball team owners, all these guys, right? There's, will, will there maybe be a point in time if these bubble situations keep happening and they have like no fans in these bubbles? Will there be a situation where the owners call for a lockout? Um, that could happen. I really hope they don't. They don't try to discontinue the shared profits because that would destroy a lot of these mid market teams. And a lot of people have a lot of love for these mid market teams. You know, like Oklahoma City Thunder, like the Kansas City Royals, uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Like th- that type of idealism would kill it. But I feel where the owners are coming from that they, they have to make money too, and not everybody is in. Boston situation so very well it could happen a lockout let's just hope it doesn't come to that yeah I don't know it seems like uh, I think it just seems like these it, I, it's hard because we're, we're so disconnected from these billionaire owners yeah Yes, multiple uh, billions. Multiple billionaires. Or supposed billions oh. if you're Eugene Melnick of the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Supposed. So, so like, these super rich people, yep. it, it's hard to, to understand. And so that's why the only thing that we can think that they might be doing is just, like, figuring out what it is, whatever it takes to keep their investment alive. Um, yeah. But, I mean... If you wanted a better investment, maybe you shouldn't have owned a sports team, because uh, it's not a very—it's a pretty volatile investment. So it's—I feel like owning a sports team should be more like a—you enjoy it, and you, exactly. you enjoy it, uh, and so I don't know. I—I don't—I don't have a billion or so dollars to own. A sports team, so I I can't really speak, I have, but I I, I do I do lint. feel that count. I do feel I for the uh, for the employees uh, yeah. who are you know just trying to figure out during this time how to make sure that they can feed their feed their kids. Feed that was their the worst part of this entire thing, just seeing seeing them sack the concession stands and and the people who come in and out. Um, for all of them, even the Jays, just talking about Toronto in general, the fact that Toronto is not allowed to play in Canada and they had to ship everything over to, to Buffalo to Buffalo no. that's insanely terrible for all MLSE workers who who like really pride themselves on being at those Jays games and being in those concession stands right yeah I mean you look at staff anywhere right you know there are a lot of like other than talking about billionaires like even minor league teams yeah well yeah we had to talk about the minor yeah, even minor well. even minor leagues well we don't have time but even minor leagues like it's rough but I think if anything we'll, we'll touch up on on that and salary cap and whatnot in the next episode to be continued tune in next time on dragon ball sportculation am i gonna get sued for that i don't think so uh i don't know but closing thoughts on just this have to whole make sure bubble to, uh, low, a lowercase d yes that specifically yep uh closing thoughts though the bubble has been a success yes and i am impressed that's really also congrats Tampa we were not gonna get us end of the season and we did so if you're looking at what kind of Christmas gifts you should have got yourselves you already got it yeah basically <laughs> that's your that's Chris that's the Christmas gift to America is we actually got a complete NBA and NHL season 
Yeah, I think uh, this summer gave people just like a little bit of uh, something to feel good about, feel happy about. Especially, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, like they, all their summer travel plans were gone. So, yep. Uh, Man, so I was really planning. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, same. It, it get, got some people to uh, take their mind off of it before we enter this whatever hellhole of a winter this is going to be oh yeah uh, it's gonna be cold you it's know it's gonna be you got flu season and covid season coming up yep so and everything else you know and there's who knows a u.s election we're we're not a po- political podcast but no, just like but. yeah it was it was nice for for uh for north america to have something to look at yeah yeah and we're gonna finish baseball soon and yeah it'll be yeah. it'll be okay but um Ah, anyways, this has been the Sportculation Podcast. Send, uh, signing, sending up, signing off. I'm Yusuf. I'm Pars. I'm Anton. And we will see you soon. That's Goodbye. All, folks.